0: I'm April I'm an alcoholic and I'm going to keep my phone up here so I can monitor my time it's a very dangerous thing to ask an alcoholic to sit down in front of a of people and talk about themselves I <laughs> intend to go off in a tangent um, again my name is April I'm an alcoholic um, my sobriety date is April 6 uh, 2014 so I'm creeping up on five years <laughs> uh, um and um, I didn't get it the first time, so I came in, my first experience with AA in um, actually April again of 2013, and I got drunk. And I say that out loud on purpose because it's important for like language is important for me, especially because I am full of delusion and very fucking entitled. <laughs> And I say I got drunk because relapse is kind of a kinder, gentler drunk. And I don't drink in a gentle way, right? I go balls to the wall hard all the time. It's a blackout. That's just 100% the truth. And when I picked up, I knew that's what was gonna happen. Um, but I am grateful that I came in when I did because I had enough AA to bring me like right out of that, like jumped in that fire and came right back. I was only out for a couple of months before I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm done. I had to do like the book says and prove it to myself. But, um, so I'm a little nervous too. Sorry, you guys. Um, (coughs) so, uh, let's see. I drank for a long time. Um, probably 20, 25 years and I drank alcoholically almost at the beginning, but it was fine because I didn't understand what alcoholism was. I had this idea that alcoholics live under bridges and can't work, right? And I was able to blend and get things and have things and so it was all okay. I wasn't an alcoholic, I was a party girl and party girls are fun. Um, flash forward to the end of my drinking, and the party is me by myself in my kitchen, but still a party, right? Um, I uh, it got my I, I drank balls to the wall from the beginning, but it did get worse at the end, where I couldn't didn't have didn't have the energy for pretty much anything else, despite the fact that I am an, an Uh, an executive assistant full-time for a big company. I have two children, I had a home, I had lots of responsibility, right? But it was so hard and it interfered with my drinking. Um, Beginning of the end, I went out for a girl's day drinking and um, ended up with a felony DWI. (coughs) I put my two beloved children in a car, and I was almost a 3.0 blood alcohol level, and wrecked that car. And it's a miracle that I didn't kill anybody. And I have to say that out loud, too, because it's real fucking important for me to understand the truth about my drinking. Because on that day, I didn't love my children any less than I do today. But I had a disease that was running my life. And I would like to say, I really wish I could say that that was enough, but it wasn't. Um, it took them a year to convict me and I'm entitled as fuck. And I thought, well, what difference does it make now to, be, to convict me? I've already been out for a year. <laughs> but once I did get convicted, I lucked out and they gave me five years probation um, um, with the option of uh, two years in a women's state prison if I didn't um, toe the line. Well, of course, I blew hot on my breathalyzer and had panic attacks about going to prison, and I was also getting divorced. It was a whole shit show at the end. And I'm, you know, we don't come in here on our best day, so that's not surprising, I'm sure, to anybody in this room. Um, Luckily for me, my best friend got sober six years before I did. (laughs) And it's funny to me now that, like, Imagining her watching me spin down that drain and really nothing you can do. And I'm really grateful for her because she works a good fucking program and she didn't fuck with me. <laughs> she would show up in my life on the days when I was uh, only a little tipsy and then, you know, head out <laughs> by the time it was really bad and kept in touch. And I watched her and I knew she was sober. So when I felt like it, I'd had enough, I called her up, and she took me to my first meeting. Well, I take that back. I had one nudge by the judge meeting. It doesn't count, because I got drunk after. But <laughs> um, she brought me in, passed me off to some fantastic women who were willing to help. And um, I had I had a good run of sobriety for a few months, and I, like a lot of things that happened to people, I've, I started feeling better, looking better, things were looking up, and then I just decided, you know, I'm going to give this thing another shot because being sober sometimes is, is harder <laughs> than just drinking. Then um, that was my mindset. And also, um, it's important, too, I was not willing to change. <laughs> I still wanted to be a party girl, so I'm getting divorced from my musician husband, and the, my best idea was to go find another one just like him, that drank just like him, and go right back to it. So um, when I came back, it was three days before my 40th birthday, and I get called my friend up again. She, I'm just bawling my eyes out. She's like, oh, good Lord, how long have you been drinking? And I thought nobody knew. So, anyway, um, when I got back, um, I I did my program like I drank. Balls to the wall. <laughs> I had to. Um, I finished all 12 steps in, I think, 11 weeks. <clears throat> and I had my first sponsee that week. <laughs> I was interested in doing this deal. I finally met my disease and understood what it is and I was willing to change. Um, I'm really grateful I had so many good people in my life. There are so many women in this program who are absolutely amazing and um, I want to be like that, right? So I wanted to be the woman that other women could look to. And so I put myself in a lot of meetings, I had service commitments, I was driving people around, going to hear fifth steps and treatment centers, all of this stuff you do when you're new. And um, I still continue to do do that to this day. Um, I'm going to talk more about what it's like now than what it was like before, because logs are boring. <laughs> I mean, really. So um, <clears throat> one of the things that, like I said, is important to me is service. And I, I try to do that. I've had um, my home group it, um, is any lengths, meets at Cherry Creek every night at 10. And by the way, we're always needing women in that room. Um, it's a late night meeting so it's, we get a lot of newcomers and you don't know what to do with yourself on Friday night at 10. <laughs> and that's how I landed in there myself. So um, <clears throat> I uh, keep a service commitment at my home group. Um, I, it's, you know, whatever they ask of me, I, I'm and happy to do. Um, in the beginning, my children were f- fairly young still, so I couldn't go to a meeting every single day. And, but I listened to speaker tapes incessantly. I must have listened to almost everything on xo or xa speakers and I find that I found that to be amazing and keep me connected when I want to isolate, which is one of the things that I do, especially, um, being a single mother living in the suburbs. And Kyle, at the time I was getting sober, there weren't a lot of meetings and certainly not at decent times (laughs) or times that I could attend. So knowing that, um, I could not only knowing, but understanding that I had to do my program without excuses, um, is, was really important to me. So, and you know, that kind of makes me an asshole sponsor, (laughs) because um, I understand that being sober is, um, is the most important thing I can do as a mother. Um, my children suffered a lot um, through my drinking. Um, I will say that number one, I damn near killed him in a car accident, and number two, my son was 11 years old, um, screaming and crying that why, why can't his mommy stop and he wishes he could throw all of the bottles in the yard and smash them all to bits. Those are the kinds of things that you were heard in my home. Um, so I have a giant amends to those kids and I understand that my sobriety is the amends. That's the first step to it. Our relationship today is completely different. Of course, now my son is grown. He's a grown-ass man. He's 18 years old, (laughs) doing his own thing, which comes with his own problems. And Lord have mercy, it's a miracle, and I'm so grateful that I'm sober because we do there, if there's anything, that's any person that's more selfish than an alcoholic, it's a teenager. And two in one house, you're fucked. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> so um, my youngest son also suffered a lot. Um, he, uh, he's autistic. Only he, we didn't know that for sure until I got sober. So because I could finally pay attention to what the fuck was going on in my own house. So um, today, that kid is done a 180. We understand what's going on with him. Just like we work in my program, he has a different program we work for him to keep him um, happy, healthy, and sane. And it's amazing. He went from crying every day and depressed and suicidal at nine to a bunch of friends, smiling, happy, gregarious kid. So. Um, I have a lot to be grateful for for this sobriety. Um, I also um, got deeply into meditation. um, And I'm going to full disclosure, I've been kind of busy. I know this is an excuse. And I let go of my meditation um, practice for the last probably three weeks. And it shows, So from my experience, anything that is a practice, like your program, like your meditation, it's practice is in there for a reason because you have to do it all the time. Otherwise you're atrophy, right? And, and I know that this happens to me when I start wanting to pull people's hair. <laughs> you know? And after going without meditation for a while, I've actually turned to my husband one day and said, that cashier really pisses me off, I'm gonna pull her hair. And he was like, dang, that's spiritual as fuck, you know? <laughs> so, um, when I am doing, you know, doing my practice, it's, you know, life is still happening. But I'm okay, right? And so um, because life is still happening, um, we lose a lot of people. <laughs> um, and it's, um, once we get sober um, and, and life starts to get better, sometimes it's, it's easy to forget that, and then, boom, um, people die. <coughs> and people die around us a lot. And so, in the last few years, um, we have lost um, more than we should. And um, I like to talk about that because I, I think it's important to, to remember that I have to do this all the time and be there um, for the pe- other people. Um, not everybody's going to get this thing for whatever reason. Um, they just it it just doesn't work out, right? And those are one of those, like in the book, when it talks about the low points that we have to go through, um, that's definitely one of them. And I got to keep myself off of that because I I don't believe in this bullshit that everything happens for a reason. Um, That's my opinion. (laughs) But um, when somebody tells me that somebody passed away f- because it was a plan or some fucking reason I went that is when I am definitely not spiritualist fuck um, I don't think that's okay I think that I am really fucking lucky and I'm going comm- to increase my luck by practicing every day and that's it um, we just had um, A scare in my household, a health scare. It was really fucking real and really fucking scary and nothing anybody can do or anybody did. And going through that kind of stuff is really hard. But I don't drink over that shit today. Today, I um, get busy. (laughs) I learned um, from you guys how to be of service, how to um, take action where I can, right? And so... Um, the life events that are happening to you know just happening around me are happening, but I can still take action for me and for and to help other people no matter what. That is the one thing I have control over, and I gotta I gotta keep doing that. Um, oh, I feel like I've gotten off on a tangent, but. Um, <clears throat> Um, there have been a lot of good things that have happened. Like I said with my son I got married in November (laughs) Um, I'm for the first, I'm 40 shit I'm going to be 45 (laughs) y'all almost and uh, it's the first time in my life I've been in a relationship where I respect my husband (laughs) and when I got married, when I was married before, I would have told you I respected my husband. But no, I had no idea what that word meant. Again, that's why I think words are important. I didn't, one of the things I learned early on, because I had really good sponsors, is that I have no idea what the truth is. <laughs> because I make shit up constantly. <laughs> so um, finding the truth for me has been really interesting. <laughs> um, and to this day, when I work on um, Collins with my sponsor, she's she still cracks up. She's like, "You're never, you just never want to see your dishonesty, do you? It's just hanging out there." And so, I'm saying this because um, meeting me has been exciting <laughs> at 45 years old. Um, I think it's, we can do this whenever it's time to do this, and everybody's journey is unique. I mean, the steps are the same, right? But everybody's experience with the steps are a little different. And um, being around all of you folks has taught me so much about who I am and patience <laughs> and kindness and tolerance And, you know, a whole lot of bad shit, too, because we're all human beings, right? Um, And we're doing, um, we're looking for progress, not perfection. And (laughs) some days, all I got is, um, well, all days, all I got is progress, because I've never been able to do anything perfectly. And that's okay, that's okay. Um, So, let's see. I wanted to stay on solution. So again, service, um, everything, everything in this program is in action pretty much. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that helped me the most is a lot of people talk about having a really good experience with four and five. I really didn't have that. Um, again, I'm really dishonest and full of delusions. So my four step was more like a greatest hits. <laughs> and if, if that's your story too, I wouldn't sweat it too much because you stay around long enough and be of service, all of that shit's going to come out. <laughs> It'll just come out when it's time to come out. And that's been my experience. Um, I got the most relief from 12. <clears throat> um, when I was able to sit across a table or whatever, sit on a couch next to another woman, Telling me her story and sharing her pain with me, that's the first time I started to let go of shame, right? Because I can look into another woman's eyes and love her and understand how much it hurts. And knowing how much I loved her gave me some forgiveness for myself. So it's that kind of paradoxical action that makes this program work, right? Um, I'm not going to stop being selfish until I start showing up for um, a speaker meeting with 24 hours' notice <laughs> um, because I was asked. And it's about um, it's about AA, not me, right? Um, I um, get over my dishonesty by being really fucking honest, brutally honest about what I've done and who I am in this room, right? I don't fifth step in the world, but in this room, I will share my story with people if I feel like it's going to help them or um, ease their burden in some way, is that's what was done for me. Um, Another woman telling me how painful it was for her to raise her children with shame, saved my life. So um, I think it's important that we speak honestly about where we came from and where we are now. Um, I don't think my children um, recognize that other person. I will say they have grown up in AA (laughs) and um, they notice when I don't meditate. (laughs) <laughs> my son has actually asked me when was the last time you were at a meeting? Well, I'm like, why am I a little snappy today? <laughs> so um um I my uh, my husband is um also sober, and that's an interesting deal. Um and uh really good for us. We get to learn how to get the fuck off of each other. <laughs> so um, hopefully that will serve us well um, in our marriage, and so far so good. Um, So yeah, Um, I think uh, I'm really grateful to be here. Uh, So much has happened and I'm kind of all over the place. I uh, had a a sick kitty last night and was up late at the emergency vet, which is another thing I get to do. I get to handle my business, and show up for people, um, I'm so grateful for that, um, especially, um, this year with, uh, the last couple of years with as much, we've had a lot of loss, and a lot of joy. Like I said, um, um, I got married, we, um, combined my, my, our families, and, um, that's some work, and, um, you know, it's it's really worth it. Um, I don't I want to imagine where I would be um, without this program and everything that's been done for me. And I'm going to stop because I'm really rambling, but thank you for letting me share. Thank you. <laughs>